Hey, my name is Kayla Horry, and I'm here to inspire you to go bigger with your dreams so that you can give bigger to the causes you believe in. Welcome to the Go Big to Give Big podcast, where we are challenging six-figure earners to become seven-figure givers. My name is Randy Mullen, and each week, my co-host Steve Arneson and I are interviewing successful entrepreneurs, professional athletes, philanthropists, and other high-performing humans that are inspiring us with their stories. We go deep into uncovering how they have become successful and why generosity is an impact they want to leave on this world. Our mission is to have you leave this podcast wanting to go bigger with your dreams and goals so that you can give bigger with your profits. Let's not waste any more time and jump right into it. Before we get started today, though, this is a quick reminder that we are launching our Go Big to Give Big membership. If you are looking to get around people that are more excited about talking about the impact they are making in this world more than the cars they are buying, then you're going to want to go check out GoBigToGiveBig.com to get more information and join the most philanthropic group of entrepreneurs out there. Now, back to the show. I'm excited to welcome today's guest to the show, Kayla Horry. Kayla, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Randy. I'm super excited to be here. So fun. This is going to be so good. You and I have chatted so many times. You're obviously a member of our Go Big to Give Big community, but you're so much more than that. You've helped so many people inside there with some of your coaching practices. You've supported me in a lot of the stuff that I've been going through with some of your coaching. And uh, from the first time I heard you deliver some coaching tangibles at a mastermind, you blew me away. And I was like, this girl's got it going on. And uh, clearly that's reflected in your ability to scale and grow so fast. And so I would love for you to break down a little bit of what says on your website. I know it's one of your favorite taglines, but it says helping leaders flourish so that they can increase their impact, influence, and income. Come on. That's what life's all about. Who doesn't want more impact, influence, and income? I love it. Yeah. I am deeply passionate that who we are as leaders directly impacts what we're able to create in our business and that our businesses will never grow beyond our capacity to lead them. And so if we want to increase our impact, our influence and our income, it starts with us. We can have the best marketing in the world. We can have great funnels set up, but if we aren't the leader who's ready to lead, if we aren't able to navigate the complexities and challenges of leadership, we are going to be the bottleneck in our business. And I've been in leadership development, leadership coaching for over 20 years. And as I've worked with many leaders across multiple industries, multiple different size businesses, nonprofit sector, entrepreneurs, small business owners of all different varieties, the leadership challenges are the same. And so as we can step into growth ourselves, really step into that next level of leadership, that is where the magic happens. And our business is really able to grow and follow suit in that. And yeah, my, my deep passion is that if we want to grow our businesses, we as leaders have to be flourishing. And as we flourish in leadership, we're increasing our capacity for those things that, that matter to us, impact, influence, and income. That's so good. I don't think I've ever heard as good of a tagline from a coach as our business will never outgrow our ability to lead them. And it is so freaking true because 
you can be a great entrepreneur, but if you are not a great leader, your business will not survive. Or you need to put the right leaders in place to run your organization so that you don't have to. But I just think that's the most amazing statement that I've ever heard from that. So walk us through a little bit about that. How do you support people with leadership? What does leadership mean to you? How do you support them? What does that look like from your standpoint when you want to support someone that allows them to uh, flourish in their leadership? Yeah, there's a lot of directions I feel like I could go answering this. <laughs> Maybe I'll start by just saying that I truly believe, again, I've worked with leaders across many industries for many years, and I truly believe that one of the most important aspects to a leader's success is their ability to receive feedback. Mm. As leaders, we can only see what we can see. And there will always be, no matter how gifted we are, no matter how great a vision we have, there will always be things that, think of it like a movie set. Okay, your favorite actor, actress is standing in the middle of the set. From where they're standing, even the best actor, actress in the world can only see what they can see from where they're standing. And so for them to perform their role to get the best movie possible you need that leader, that talent, but you also need a director. You need someone offset who has a different angle, a different perspective, who can ask questions, give input, because no matter how talented that, that leader, that actor, same thing is true in professional sports, right? Yeah. No matter how talented that person is, they become their best selves when they have input from the outside, when, they when they're open to receiving that input when they're open to feedback. And so one of the reasons why I'm passionate about what I'm passionate about and passionate about leadership development is I have seen so many times, especially with small business owners and entrepreneurs, I have seen someone who is passionate about their product or their service. So they start their own business and they quickly realize business ownership is not the same as being talented at the product or the service, right? And so pick your industry, whatever industry it is, once you become the owner, you're now leading other staff. You're now responsible for wearing all the hats of business ownership, not just the fulfillment. And so many entrepreneurs and small business owners especially get into their space because their talent in the fulfillment. But then when they start their own business, they are the greatest bottleneck to their success because they're holding themselves back with their lack of ability to lead, their lack of ability to make quick, decisive decisions with confidence to move themselves forward. Decision-making is a huge thing. Or navigating relationships, navigating difficult conversations, navigating conflict on your team. Or what do you do when a client or a customer is upset with how your company has provided for them or whatever it is. So being able to navigate these leadership challenges is a completely different skill set than being really good at the delivery of the product or the service. And so to me, really great leadership is a willingness to receive feedback, a willingness to hear from others around you, whether it's leaders and coaches and masterminds or peers that are in your same space that are running other companies or your own staff and customers, right? Even the people who are underneath you being willing to receive feedback about their experience or their experience of you as the leader, their experience of your product or your service, so important 
for that leader to stay soft hearted to receiving that feedback for them to be able to come their greatest selves and have their greatest success in leadership, business ownership, entrepreneurship, um, that it, it really takes that ability to receive feedback. And honestly, I see that as one of the biggest challenges. I often see leaders around me who aren't willing to receive and aren't open to that. And it's their way or the highway. And as you said, so often those businesses either fail or they're way less successful than they could be. And as we open ourselves up to feedback, to listening well, to giving those around us a voice, we are able, just like an athlete, just like an actor, we are able to create our best self, our best talent, our best results with that outside input. I think that's so good. And that's something that I just spent so much time on this year was learning about how to be a good leader. And once you focus on becoming a good leader, you actually forget a little bit about trying to build a product in the organization. And you're like, who do I go find that can build the product better than me? How, who do I go find that can do this better? How can I go and build the team and put the right people in the right seats as opposed to, oh my God, I need to go coach somebody or do something. It allows you to just play a different game and the revenue scale becomes so much faster and the growth becomes so much quicker when you can think that way, but you can't yeah. think that way unless you have somebody supporting you. And I, I just love the support that you give entrepreneurs and coaching in general. It's been a huge game changer for me, but sometimes people just need a place to vent. It's stressful being an entrepreneur. There's a lot of stuff. That's where you supported me the most. I was going through a very stressful situation and I just needed somebody that was a blank canvas that I could say, here's the challenges. Here's the pain I'm in. This is what I'm doing. Help me see it differently because right now it's just all a blur to me. And I think that's something that you've done so great at is unblurring that vision and asking great questions. So walk me through a little bit of what that's like from uh, an entrepreneur standpoint of just having a safe space to complain and, and groan about how hard it is and have somebody reflect it back to you. Totally. We believe our own story, right? When we're in it, when we're experiencing what we're experiencing, we have all kinds of thoughts about the circumstances that are happening the things that are happening around us. We have all kinds of thoughts and we believe our own story. And so to have someone reflect back allows us to take a step back. Think of coaching as like you and the coach are sitting together on the couch, watching your brain on a TV screen and a really great coach. It's not their job to tell you what to do. It's not their job to give you the answers. It's It wasn't my job when we had our conversations. It wasn't my job to give you your answer or help you make the decision you were wrestling through. My job is to help you take a step back, to ask really good questions, to help you access the best decisions that are inside you, right? To help you access and even be able to separate out where your own beliefs and your own story was keeping you stuck. And it's so hard when we're in it. It's that's why the best coaches in the world need coaches, right? We just, we need outside perspective. We need someone with a different set of eyes and ears to help us increase awareness. So then we can take ownership, right? Those are like the two key words of coaching. We want to help increase awareness. And then we want to help our clients and ourselves take ownership of what's ours to control and let go of the stuff that's not ours to control. 
And as we do that, we have a much more clear mind in being able to make the decisions we need to make, walk through hard conversations and decision-making and all of the different leadership challenges that come up. And we, again, leaders are the bottlenecks to their own business. We get ourselves so stuck believing our own stories and it's incredibly helpful. Again, even the best coaches need coaches when we're in it to help us take a step back and to help us just increase awareness of how our thinking is creating the results we're getting and how we can keep the story we want to keep or get rid of it and replace that story with a different story that better serves us to create the results that we desire. So good. I could spend literally hours talking about this because it's one of my favorite things in the world. But I want to spend a few minutes before we jump into some of the giving stuff, just talking about some of the scale that you created this year. I know we could probably spend all 45 minutes talking about just this one topic of how you scaled this year because it was absolutely amazing and so fun to watch. But you just started coaching at the beginning of 2023. Well, end of 2022, beginning of 2023, you went through some health challenges at the beginning of 2023. So you really didn't start until April-ish of 2023 and you blew up. You clearly surpassed the six-figure mark. You're going to hit the multiple six-figure this year. What was it inside of you that made you want to go so big? To be totally fair, I had a long history in coaching, in the skill of coaching, in coaching leaders, leadership development, leadership coaching. So I did have that background that I brought with me into entrepreneurship. And then when I decided to launch my own practice and become an entrepreneur in this coaching world, I went through about six months of a rigorous coaching program, working with multiple coaches myself. Even though I had the background that I had, I really laid a foundation of many months of doing that work myself to make sure that I would be my best self to really go for it. And then I launched officially in October of 20, had a great Q4, worked really hard, got myself set up well quickly. And then I got sick and I got sick the week of Christmas, which was the whole story in and of itself. But it was, it was multitude of different things that came up out of nowhere, things I'd never experienced before. I had no anticipation of those things. And those really impacted me through April. And I had surgery the beginning of May and that surgery marked the beginning of we're through this mess. (laughs) And I remember in April, I had big goals for what I wanted to do in 2023 and I had set myself up really well for them. And I was maintaining my client load. I did have several clients that I maintained through that time of being sick, but I was not able, I had to cancel some speaking engagements. I was not able to really push and grind and network and serve and get out there the way that I wanted to. And so it was really the beginning of May that I knew it's time to buckle down. One thing that really drove me through the year was my desire, my my focus to really put value into the world and to serve as opposed to focusing on needing to find clients. I didn't feel scarcity. I didn't feel frantic, even though I had gotten a much slower start than I wanted because of the health challenges. I really felt like my purpose is to serve entrepreneurs and small business owners with 
the skills, the training, the development that I've had and the 20 year history of coaching and leadership development. The reason I decided to start my own practice and work with entrepreneurs and small business owners was because I knew they needed what I had. I knew they needed these tools, these resources, the the things that I had learned over all of those years of working for organizations, companies, et cetera. And I really wanted to bring that work to the entrepreneurs and the small business owners. And so really my focus was where can I serve? Where can I provide value? We met at an event that I was invited to come provide value. That was the reason why I was there. I wasn't paid to be there and and I didn't care. I really wanted to just show up and serve and provide a coaching experience for the entrepreneurs and small business owners in the room. And that was really my focus. And my business exploded in the following few months and and has continued. Without Um, a doubt, because when you came and spoke at our event in June, you were speaking alongside multiple seven and eight figure business owners, not even six, like multiple seven, eight, and some nine figure business owners. And after the weekend, we pulled everyone and you were the number one rated speaker. And I think you had a 20 minute slot is like a filling kind of moment. And you were the top rated speaker. So it's without a doubt when you can deliver that kind of value in that short of time that people are going to want to naturally find out more about you because it was impressive what you created in the short period of time that you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't about me being eloquent or there was nothing about me as a speaker necessarily. It was the experience that was provided for the people in the room, their ability to increase their awareness. I led everybody through an exercise of awareness and ownership. That's exactly what it was. And so as they were able to increase their awareness and take ownership of what they could control, the reason it was impactful is because transformation, right? It's like you had a room full of people. They weren't impressed with me necessarily. They were um, impacted by the experience of having their awareness increased and taking ownership of what was theirs to control. And then they could turn that around and go use that to grow their impact, their influence, and their income. Yeah. Some tangible takeaways that were absolutely lights out. And you did it again for the community just a few months ago when you came in and spoke. And everyone was like, whoa, what just happened? That was amazing. Everyone had notes on notes on notes. Your ability to deliver information in a short period of time and so concise, I cannot, this is like a little plug. I can't recommend you enough for anyone that is listening that maybe is looking for a speaker to come up to their community or anything like that because it's honestly your two for two on some of the best delivery of coaching I've ever seen. So it's no doubt that your business is blowing up. Mm-hmm. On that same note of your business blowing up, you are one of the greatest stewardess of using your money for good. You have always had that impact philosophy working in the nonprofit sector where you had to raise a little money to self-fund your work but you are always serving in everything you've done. And through your family, who I know very well, serving is the number one thing and making impact. What has it done for you now that you're able to produce a little bit more income for your family and for your life that has allowed you to make a little bit more impact in where you're going? And how is that inspiring you right now? This is so fun. I could talk for an hour just about this part, <laughs> but 
coming from a long history in the nonprofit world, the vast majority of my early coaching experience, I was paid a very small salary, which I was totally happy with. I wasn't doing it for the salary. I was doing it for the work. I loved it. I wouldn't change any of that for anything. But during that time, I've always had a heart for giving. I come from a background of faith, and I believe that giving is part of my calling, being a person of faith. And so I've always had a heart for generosity and a heart for giving. And I have always given faithfully out of what I've had. As I've built a business that's bringing in serious money, (laughs) my ability to scale my giving has been extraordinary. And it's just so fun. It's so fun to be able to take a percentage of all revenue that comes into my business and use it to impact the world. Use it to invest in others. Use it to invest in things that I've always cared about, but I've always just been very limited in the dollar amount, which I don't think the dollar amount matters anyway. It's like the heart for giving and the heart for helping others is what matters, but it's just super fun when you can give a lot of money away. (laughs) Way more fun. And you got to make a lot more impact. And one of the things I'd love for you just to share a little bit of, because so many people that I talk to like, oh, I don't know what charity I want to donate to, or I don't know what cause I want to donate to, or, oh, I don't have money this month, but you've built a little bit of a system where you move the money into a separate, we'll call it like a giving account, what I call it. And then from there, you're able to distribute it. Walk us through a little bit of that so the audience can understand and maybe they want to create something similar where they don't feel like they have to just directly donate to a charity. They can bank a little bit of dough and use it for causes like you'll explain. Yeah, I do donate to several charities, but what I've chosen to do so far with my business is rather than attaching myself to a specific charity and saying like my business benefits X charity, what I've done is really just a percentage of all revenue that comes into my business, like you said, goes into an account. And then we use that to say yes, when we're aware of needs and there are needs all around us. And so sometimes that's to a specific charity. Sometimes that's to a single mom who's having a hard time. And I take my kids to the grocery store and I say, pick whatever you want. They go through Trader Joe's and add muffins and treats and all kinds of things to the cart. And we get chicken and we get vegetables and we get all the things. And then we're able to do door drops of weeks worth of groceries on the doorstep of someone in need. Families, I have a family very dear to me that's gone through a significant tragedy this year. And we've been able to do some things to help them, which has been very meaningful to me. We have been able to, again, give to the charities that we decide. And one thing that I really like about how I've been doing this so far is I've been able to really involve my kids in the decision-making and the fulfillment of writing the checks, dropping off the groceries, taking and providing Thanksgiving dinner for someone, like doing the things. We've been really involved in the giving, which has just been special. And it's been more than just writing a check every month. It's been, okay, we have this money. What are we going to do with it this month? What, where can we put this month? And then being able to invest in the things that we want to. And when we hear of a need, it's, I guess that's where this month's going to, but to just have that set aside as a part of the way that my business is creating impact in the world, both through impacting the lives of the leaders and also in creating more and more income that we can go and do things in the community and serve where there are needs. So that's how I've got it set up. That's so good. And one of my favorite things about that is I would wager that a a good chunk of the money you donate doesn't even get you a tax receipt. 
You know, when no. you're going and buying, when you're going and buying groceries at the store for families in need, you're not getting a tax receipt from that. When you're supporting your friend that's gone through some of the hardest stuff any person could ever imagine, and you're just, you know, supporting them in a different way, you're not getting a tax receipt for that. And I think that is what separates for me somebody that truly wants to make impact in this world versus somebody that's doing it because it's the proper business move. It's like you do it just because it's the right thing to do, not because you get a tax receipt. Correct. Yes. Most of a lot of it. And again, like I said, there are ministries and charities that we've donated to also. So we do both, but yeah, a lot of it this year has been not, I haven't gotten a tax receipt for it, which is totally fine. (laughs) I, I love it. It's just making impact. I have quite a few of those as well. Before we jump into our rapid fire giving round here, it's a perfect lead in talking about all the impact you've made. I'm sure you've got a hundred stories, but is there a story that resonates with you that when you think back still gives you a little bit of goosebumps when you think of some sort of impact you've made in somebody's life? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind on the topic of giving is something that I really have a heart for. I've had many friends who have walked through infertility, miscarriage, inability to have babies. And I didn't mention this yet, but I am a mom of three little kiddos. And that's a very important part of my life. Um, I love being a mom and I have really had a tenderness toward the people in my life who have had a difficult time building their families. And so for years, long before I started, you know, when I was in the nonprofit sector, I remember I have had so many friends that have raised a dollar at a time with a bake sale to try to adopt their baby or who have not been able to do infertility treatments because they're just so expensive or fill in the blank. And I just, one of my taglines that I've said forever is I just wish that I could just write a check. Somebody wants to adopt a baby. I wish I could just write a check for 40 grand and just hand it to them and they can go get their baby and not have to do bake sales and all of these, all of these efforts a dollar at a time. And so something that when people ask me, like, what's your vision for the future? I'm like, I want to just write checks for adoptions. I want to write checks for infertility treatment. That's just, that's been a, I don't know, a vision board item or whatever, just something that I think again, just meeting needs of people in the community. And it's an area that I have a heart for. And very early on, when I was just getting started in my business, I had someone who I knew many years ago, who I had not spoken to in over a decade, maybe 15 years. I don't know. It was a long time. Someone that I had worked with in that nonprofit organization that I worked with for many years reached out to me and said that he and his wife were adopting a baby and asked if I would consider donating. And I was able to write a four-figure check toward their adoption out of the beginnings of my business. And that was, I I look forward to the day that it's bigger, but it was so fun at the beginning of my business to have that experience of like, this is, this is why I'm doing this. This is what I said I always wanted to do. And the first need that someone reached out to me with at the beginning of my business was someone wanting to adopt a baby. It was super special to just right away get to write a check and be a part of that so early on. And the sky's the limit for what's coming, which is super fun. That's so amazing. I love that story. And I just love that it's full circle. That's something that you wanted to do. And then that's one of the first few things you do from your business. And you're just such a good example of go big to get big of somebody that the more we can support in growing your revenue, the more good you're going to do in the world. 
more money for you doesn't mean more Lambos and bigger boats. It means more kids getting adopted and more help in the world. So I absolutely love that. And I, I want to continue uh, rolling with that energy into our giving round. It's just some rapid fire questions with some uh, quick answers. Are you ready for them? <laughs> I don't know. Try me. <laughs> Brag on one charity that you like. Oh, Crew. Campus Crusade for Christ is an organization that I was involved with for many years and that I still support many families um, with that organization. I've loved them for many years. So Crew. That's amazing. What would get you more excited? Donating $1 million or spending a week physically helping others? I want to say spending a week physically helping because I just can't even fathom what it would be like to donate a million dollars. <laughs> Maybe both. Maybe donating a week of my time and leaving them with a check. Can I say that? Sure. We'll let that one slide. <laughs> Who inspires you with their giving? My brother and sister-in-law have always been some of the most generous givers that I know. And I've always been inspired by their heart for giving and their heart for creating impact. Ironically, your brother was my mentor in the giving space. So that's a, a, a great uh, tie together there. And they definitely are uh, incredible leaders uh, for, for how to live a good life around giving. Mm -hmm. Um do you believe businesses should start giving back from the beginning of their business or wait until they've had some success and money? I think giving, like I said earlier, I don't think it's about the dollar amount. I think it's more about the position of the heart. And so I would encourage a, a, a leader, a business that wants to create impact and who has a heart for the for purpose model, the give back model, I would encourage them to include that in their business from the very beginning, even if it's a dollar. But just, it, I think it's more about the position of the heart and the commitment to the impact than it is about the dollar amount. So I would say start early and do what you can and build it into your model. Then as you build and scale, so does your give back. Amazing. I love that. What's the first thing you think of when you hear go big to give big? I want to go really big. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go really big and I want to give really big. So I love it. I'm in, I'm all in for it and looking forward to the future and all that is to come. That's beautiful. And one word, describe the feeling you get when you give. Oh man. One word's I'm, hard, I bet. I'm a coach. <laughs> I should know feeling words. I think just gratitude, just gratefulness to be in a place. Again, I spent so many years being on the receiving end and working in the nonprofit sector, yeah. doing fundraising. I received and was blessed by the generosity and giving of others for so long. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful to be in a position where I'm able to increase and increase the impact that I'm creating through giving. So I think gratitude. The final question we got for you today, do you believe that money can buy you happiness? 100%. Tell me why. <laughs> Absolutely. As long as you're spending it on the right things. My brother said it best. If money is not buying you happiness, then you're not shopping in the right stores. So I think that with money comes the ability to create impact. With money comes the ability to make a difference for those that need it. And the more money we have, the more money we can give, the greater our impact. And that's true happiness. I was 
<laughs> I knew where the answer was going. Your brother's TED talk is literally around how does money buy you happiness? So yeah. that's where that question stemmed from. So I'm glad we got the great answer from that. And it's been such a pleasure having you come in, Kayla. You're honestly just such a incredible human. And I love everything that you're doing. And I want to give you a minute right now to just brag on yourself. If people have loved listening to this or want to get connected to you, what's the best way to do it? Yeah, go to my website, Kayla Horry. It's C-A-Y-L-A-H-O-R-E-Y, KaylaHorry.com. And there's, I have a free resource called the growth code that I'd love to share with any leaders that are interested in growing who they are as leaders to grow their impact, their influence, and their income. That's what that resource is all about. So you can go to my website. There's a little box that pops up, put your email in there and it'll get delivered straight to your email box. I am on Instagram. I will say social media is not my strength and <laughs> <laughs> has not been my focus in building my business. So it's unimpressive, but you can go there. Kayla Horry coaching on Instagram, Kayla Horry on LinkedIn. Those are the best places. And then my website, kaylahorry.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for coming in and inspiring us so much today, Kayla. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super grateful. And I just love the work that you're doing, Randy. And it's my pleasure to be a part of Go Big to Give Big. Thank you for listening to the show. If you know someone who's an example of Go Big to Give Big, we would love if you could share this with them. We want to get our message out to as many listeners as we can. And it all starts by having people like you share it with your friends. Also, if you enjoyed the show, take 30 seconds and give us a five-star review. It's a simple act of giving that is free for you, helps us grow our message, and in return, allows others to find us sooner. And until the next episode, remember, always go bigger with your dreams and goals so you can give bigger with your profit.